Welcome to the Don't Tread on Anyone podcast and the Libertarian Institute. Ukraine suspends 11 political parties with links to Russia. Oh, links, nice and vague. Uh, let's play six degrees from Russia and ban everyone who comes close. This is according to The Guardian, March 20th, 2022. Zelensky says parties such as Viktor Medvedchuk's opposition platform for life are, quote, aimed at division or collusion. <laughs> A political party being divisive? I, I guess anything is possible. Let me ask, is it divisive in, say, March of 2014 to violently overthrow Viktor Yanukovych's government, which was democratically elected, heavily supported by Russian separatists in the Donbass region? Is that divisive? Is accepting $125 million worth of uh, weaponry from the North American Treaty Organization divisive when your country borders Russia is is trying to provoke a third world war divisive is using conscription to force labor in the most evil way possible to men ages 18 to 60 is that divisive at all is, is slavery divisive because those are all things the Ukrainian government has done as a matter of fact here is the New York Times, October 20th of 2014, article titled, Ukraine Used Cluster Bombs, Evidence Indicates, in Donetsk, Ukraine. This is an area in the uh, Donbass region, one of the uh, places that in 2015 voted for secession and to join uh, Russia, but Putin declined. The Ukrainian army appears to have fired cluster munitions on several occasions into the heart of Donetsk, unleashing a weapon banned in much of the world into a rebel-held city with a peacetime population of more than one million, according to physical evidence and interviews with witnesses and victims. Is killing civilians, is that, is that divisive? I think he might have to ban his own party. Sites where rockets fell in the city on October 2nd and October 5th showed clear signs that cluster munitions had been fired from the direction of army-held territory where misfired artillery rockets still containing cluster bomblets were found by villagers in farm fields. The two attacks wounded at least six people and killed a Swiss employee of the International Red Cross based in Donetsk. Well, this is... Obvious uh, d division, not to mention they're calling it a rebel held city in October of 2014. The coup took place months earlier in March. So uh, why is it not a rebel government? Uh, of course, the, the, they just uh, have the sides chosen ahead of time. The article says 11 Ukrainian political parties have been suspended because of their links with Russia, according to Ukrainian President Zelensky. This is the democracy that it's so important Putin doesn't affect the integrity of this government because we have to take the side of this democratically elected government <laughs> that overthrew a democracy eight years ago and has been killing people who resist in the Donbass region ever since. The country's National Security and Defense Council took the decision to ban the parties from political activity or from any political activity. Most of the parties affected were small, but one of them, the Opposition Platform for Life, has 44 seats in the 450-seat Ukrainian parliament. They quote Zelensky saying, the activities of those politicians aimed at division or collusion will not succeed, but will receive a harsh response. How about uh, the Ukrainian 
protesters who colluded with the Azov Battalion and American Senators John McCain, Amy Klobuchar, and uh, Lindsey Graham. But was that was that colluding? Therefore, the National Security and Defense Council decided, given the full-scale war unleashed by Russia and the political ties that a number of political structures have with this state, to suspend any activity of a number of political parties for the period of martial law, the Ukrainian leader added. So they have martial law, they're banning opposition, and they're instituting slavery known as conscription. This, this is the side that people are so proudly taking and waving flags for. The opposition platform for life, Ukraine's biggest opposition party, is led by Viktor Medvedchuk, a pro-Moscow oligarch. Oh, he's an oligarch. Is Zelensky, with all his power to get the people at the United Nations standing and clapping, to get the entire mainstream media in America and Europe to be complimenting him 24 hours a day, saying how terrific he is, even though he's provoking a nuclear conflict. It, does that make him count as an oligarch with all his money, all his fame, and all his power? With close ties to Russian President Vladimir Putin, party officials later said the suspension, quote, had no legal basis. Classic result of giving government a monopoly on law and order. Ukrainian authorities last year charged Medvedchuk, a longtime ally of Putin, who is believed to be the grandfather of Medvedchuk's daughter, with treason and placed the oligarch under house arrest, a move that angered the Kremlin, Ukraine, and Medvedchuk. U Ukraine said Medvedchuk escaped house arrest three days after Russia started its invasion of Ukraine on the 24th of February, and his whereabouts are currently unknown. The list of parties banned on Sunday also included the Nashi Hours party led by Yevhan Nuriyev, as well as a number of smaller parties not represented in the parliament. So people who are always saying that minorities need to be represented are supporting the Ukrainian government. Unbelievable. Prior to the start of the war, unspecified British intelligence, for those unaware, there was British intelligence uh, formally who said that Donald Trump hired a number of Russian prostitutes, I think two, to use the restroom on a bed the previous president, Barack Obama, slept in. I think his name was Christopher Steele. Um, it's called the Steele dossier. I mean, British intelligence on Russia. Do they have no humility? Prior to the start of the war, unspecified British intelligence claimed that Russia was considering installing Muriev to lead a Kremlin-controlled puppet government in Kiev, claims that Muriev strongly denied. Ooh. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if there was a bad government in Ukraine? Thank gosh they've reinstated the draft and used martial law to ban all political party opposition. Ukraine's decision to suspend a number of parties was slammed by senior Russian officials on Sunday with the chair of the Duma, Vyacheslav Voldin, I'm sorry about these names, saying it was another mistake made by Zelensky that will, quote, divide the country. Yeah, I guess his plan to end division is divisive. While ex-president and top security official Dmitry Mendevev sarcastically wrote that the move would bring Ukraine closer to the West. He says, 
The most democratic president of modern Ukraine has taken another step toward the Western ideals of democracy. By decision of the Council for National Defense and Security, he completely banned any activity of opposition parties in Ukraine. They are not needed. Well done. Keep it up. Mendevev wrote on his Telegram channel, the political move comes as Zelensky aims to further assert his influence over the country's media sphere. On Sunday, the Ukrainian leader signed a decree that aims to unite all national TV channels into one platform, citing the importance of a unified information policy under martial law. The enemy is not the Russians or uh, even the Ukrainians. It's governments conspiring to use their population as cattle to get killed on their behalf so they could increase their money, power, influence, and social status. Thank you for watching the Don't Tread on Anyone podcast and the Libertarian Institute. The United States aids Ukraine and her people so that we can fight Russia over there and we don't have to fight Russia here. Ukraine, this is your moment. Your fight is our fight. 2017 will be the year of offense. All of us will go back to Washington and we will push the case against Russia. Good. So uh, I don't think Cleet should go into the government. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you think what in terms of him not going into the government, just let him sort of stay out and do his political homework and stuff. To Ukraine for my third visit in five weeks last Tuesday in support of these very goals, this time conducting parallel coordinated high-level diplomacy with EU High Representative Kathy Ashton. Since Ukraine's independence in 1991, the United States has supported Ukrainians as they build democratic skills and institutions, as they promote civic participation and good governance, all of which are preconditions for Ukraine to achieve its European aspirations. We've invested over $5 billion to assist Ukraine in these and other goals that will ensure a secure and prosperous and democratic Ukraine.